0: What's up guys? My name is Evan Duvall. This is Easy Does It. Thank you for joining us. What's up guys? Welcome back to another episode of Easy Does It. I got my good friend, Mr. Joshua Barber here with us today. Um, I'll let him introduce himself and uh, we'll kind of get into what brings us here today and uh, have a good conversation. I hope y'all enjoy it. But Josh, please start us off, you know, just tell us about, you know, where you're from and, and uh, how we got here.
1: Uh, Joshua Barber here. I, uh, born and raised Texan. Born in Bryan, Texas, not too far down the road. And uh, spent most of my life here, but the last four, but almost five years was living out in California. Mm-hmm. I actually traveled a bunch for about a year and then settled in California and just moved back here back in the fall. Um, went right back to on it. Met you I think day one. Yeah, uh, and we were fast friends. Yeah, since then and like I've seen what you've been doing in the community and just want to support that. Um, what gives me the most passion is connecting people mm-hmm. and building community. Absolutely. Yeah, um, you know professionally I'm a, a business development consultant, mm-hmm. so I help people build brands, build teams. And ultimately, that's all that work is, Yeah, is is connecting people.
0: Connecting the dots, connecting um, people.
1: And finding like where pieces fit within just human to human. And um, that's what gives me the most passion. So right now, and for the last several years, that focus for me has been all, all on companies that support wellness. Mm-hmm. So that's everything from like insurance for psychedelic assisted therapy to functional medicine practices. To uh, people that are doing work around the environment. You know, anything that I feel like is really giving back to the world and helping people find, empowering them in their own healing and helping them connect in their hearts, that's the kind of work I'm looking for. And I'm finding that there's been big shifts this last year, man. Mm-hmm. And people are really rethinking things in all aspects of life and that's showing up you know, in the community and it's showing up in business with the way people are trying to show up. So I'm excited just to continue to take my business skills that I've gained. I mean, I started my first company. When I was 21 years old.
0: Yeah.
1: Now I'm a 40, 45 year old man and, um, still killing it, still killing it. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I want to take all that experience from my business background mm-hmm. And apply that to people who are trying to build the kind of things that I was just mentioning. Right. And then take my background as a family man. I mean, I was married at 19. Mm-hmm. I had my first child at 20. Yeah. So now I am I have three fully grown kids that are adults now. I got two grandsons. Mm-hmm. Um, so I learned a lot in what I say is like a whole other chapter of life. I mean, not even just a chapter. It felt like right. a whole other life. Yeah. So my last... Seven years has been just like a transition out of that into Mm -hmm. like, what am I now? Right. And that whole process of self-discovery and the healing that I've had and waking up myself, um, the higher levels of love, awareness, presence. Mm -hmm. um, I want to bring that forward too and like support people both personally and then professionally. Yeah. So that's really what I'm about right now.
0: That much is is so apparent. And, um, you know, like you said, we met. Um, shortly after you moved back to Texas and you're actually in the, the process of that move yeah. um, at on it and uh, we work out almost daily together and and put that work in and uh, but yeah just it was obvious that um, you were grounded and had a lot of life experience and uh, that much was apparent and uh, like I've said before in previous episodes that you know, once you start to dial in and the type of people you're looking for and connecting those dots and developing those relationships, you get a sense for the, the presence that people have and and know that, you know, if you extend your hand and, and try to help them, that they'll have your back. And, you know, we're in such an amazing place to do that. Um, and for ourselves, you know, I think it's amazing to me to, to work with people and be friends with people that have made their passions, their line of work, you know? Yeah. And it, it's, it's apparent that, you know, what you do is what you're passionate about. And the people that you work with and for are also passionate about whatever it is that they're doing and, and being able to facilitate that and make those things happen, that's gonna provide so much value for so many people. And then the ability to do that in a business sense it just makes every day fresh and new and exciting because you're you know working on the things that you're passionate about and then helping other people do the same. you know I think that's such a wonderful opportunity yeah. and um, you know, for,
1: for me, the way I say it, Evan is like the, you're, everybody's just an energetic field like a resonance, mm-hmm. and when you can resonate with a lot of power that's coming from your heart center mm-hmm. That's where that passion is, right? And it's like, if you're just busy in your mind and just on a grind and just trying to, like, earn the next dollar and that's where you're at, you only have so much, like, power, Mm -hmm. energy that can go towards it. But when you're enlivened in your heart space Mm -hmm. and the energy that that emanates out and projects forward, like, that just creates that, like, momentum. It's just, like, the laws of the universe Mm -hmm. that it's all and everything's like this toral field, right? So it's all just gonna go out and then return back, out right. and return back. So the more that you're like giving that energy out with what you're passionate about, right. like you're saying, the more that that's just gonna feed go itself. that much further and then feed itself right back. Mm-hmm. And I see that momentum here. Yeah. Like with what I'm doing, with your, what you're doing individually mm-hmm. and what's happening around us in this community. I mean, since I've gotten back into Austin, I've just been blown away. You know, I really, I had some resistance mm-hmm. coming back here.
0: Right.
1: Um, because I, it felt like been there, done that.
0: Yeah. yeah. You
1: know, I, again, a born and raised Texan, man. I've been here for most years of my life. That mm-hmm. whole first life I had was all here.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then when I had to just, you know, I went through divorce, had to go out and just find myself. Right. So I traveled. I mean, the world, dude, I, you know, another side conversation, but I, I lead tours in Egypt. So mm-hmm. I go do like sound alchemy and, mm-hmm the King's chamber of the great pyramid temples over there, other pyramids, sacred spaces around the world. Like I I got involved in my own life path, finding spaces to really awaken and and find your spirit and yourself
0: tap into that energy
1: and tap into that. Um, And then seeing what that did for others. And I, I went out in that journey and I ended up settled in California I met Melissa there, Mm -hmm. my fiance now, Mm -hmm. um, and had this beautiful love affair start out there. We were starting to, and I had good work out there. Like everything was kind of settled. But then when the world shook up, Mm -hmm. you know, about a year ago, right at a year ago now, as a matter of fact, um, that started to shift the way things were in California. Right. And it was like, we got to get out of here for a while and let's like move around a little bit. We um, spent some time in Colorado. We went out to the East Coast and saw some friends out there. Stayed there a good while. Came back through Texas. Um, got here in like the heat of August. Yeah. <laughs> it was yeah, I blazing, man. I, I
0: was driving I was in town at the same time.
1: Um, you know. popped back out and then we we're in California again. And it was like, you know what? Let's just go try Texas back on. Yeah. So I was like, let's just get an Airbnb. Let's live here for a little bit, see what it feels like. We weren't here two weeks and we both were like, we're moving back. Right. hundred percent moving back. And that it's really like the energy of the community. Mm -hmm. You know, for me personally, there was more connection with blood family. That's where, that's where they are for the most part. Right. Um, There was more connection with like spiritual mentors of mine that Mm -hmm. are still here locally. Old friends that have been around Austin for a long time. And then on top of that, just the flood of people that are making a move here.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: From West coast friends, East coast friends. I mean, really from all over, mm-hmm. but it was like, wow, I'm getting the best of all worlds.
0: Right. You yeah. Know, I'm back in my
1: roots, um, families here. And then all of this new community. And it's really been such a pleasant, I even really really surprised, man. It's just been beautiful to see, how together people are here, mm-hmm. like, and I mean, just connecting in a genuine way. Totally. You know, I think I wasn't here. It was maybe week three and I went to my first love fest,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, over at Colin and Christie's. And yeah. it was like, wow, like what's happening here. Yeah. You know, 60 people
0: power coming people. together,
1: mm-hmm. powerful people, mm-hmm. um, and powerful because, Not because oh they've got all this and that and they've got this job or that they're like powerful because what we just talked about. Mm -hmm. They're grounded and they're doing something that's got they're passionate about in their heart. Yeah. And they're wanting to, they're feeding off that. That's what we were just saying, right? And so it's like you just walked into this like bubble of awesomeness.
0: Yeah. I'd like to touch on that, man. You know, I think you, you hit it right on the nail, you know, talking about the the inner awareness of of what our energy is and how we accumulate it but the projection and sharing that and putting that out into the world. And, you know, I was was talking with a friend yesterday about this. So it's fresh on my mind. And, you know, the way I personally view that in a sense, and it sounds like we're in alignment. um, And honestly, it comes from doing it the wrong way for so long, you know, like I was that guy on the other end of the spectrum where, you know, I was just trying to do the things and prove everything to the world. And, you know, just drain myself in order to, you know, get tasks done and achieve achieve goals. And I was that guy and I I realized that it wasn't sustainable Mm -hmm. um, because the world was trying to show me that there is another way of living and it was much easier um, just to start to kind of take my foot off the gas and start to listen to that. Um, And now, you know, I have such a different view of, of how energy um, is stored and shared in our own lives, and I think it's kind of the you know abundance versus scarcity mindset mm-hmm. for me. Um, a lot of us live in a scarcity mindset where we think that we need to accumulate energy, and there's something there's some survival instinct in us to where that there is no end in sight for that. Right? If we're not trying to accumulate. The energy to get things done, then we're trying to accumulate wealth. We're trying to accumulate uh, resources and food and people and relationships. And we just never stop accumulating mm-hmm. and reaching. And, you know, I, I think we have a, a tendency to, to do that with, you know, searching for answers and wisdom. And we just think that we can store and pack all of this life experience in. Right. And I did that better than, you know, most. I just store and store and store and store. And I realized that, you know, I had so much anxiety in this world and I felt so uncomfortable because I wasn't let, letting energy flow through my body at all. I was storing past experiences, I was storing emotion, I was storing energy, I was storing strength. You know, everything was kept. In this thin wall that I viewed as my skin, um, I just packed it in,
1: and then ends up and kind of breaking you down. You can't yeah, hold the it. world,
0: the world, it, it showed me that I was gonna have to release that somehow, mm-hmm. and that was it was really tough to let go of carrying myself that way. Um, it took years for me to to break down that wall, and now I try to remind myself daily that. There is no need to accumulate more or store more. Like energy is going to come. It's going to flow. If you're taking good care of yourself and doing the things, if you're eating well, if you're moving, if you're getting sunshine, if you're hydrated, you have enough energy to sustain yourself. And so, you know, I try to view the way that my energy is stored and flows more like translucence and light. And I think that when we do that, we amplify the ability for the energy that you personally feel in this world. And the more you dial that in, the more it projects, the more it it flows outwardly. Yeah. And that's where we attract one another. That's what we feel when you're close to somebody that is grounded and is aware of how their energy is flowing. And you know, you can dial in that frequency where, you know, you I could stand next to you and just feel at peace. And I do now because we're both aware of kind of the energy that doesn't even need to be spoken about. And I think after this year and that reset and people spending time on their own, a lot more people are aware of that mm-hmm. than ever because of solitude. Uh, yeah, You know, and so I think that's what's so special about this time is that You know, people are aware of their own personal energy and they're aware of how it feels when it's shared. And that can expand outwardly into community and really influencing each other um, in a grounded sense.
1: You know, I would add to that, there was a lot of letting go. Mm. Still is. And still is. And in that is a lesson of non-attachment. Because ultimately, to let that energy flow and keep moving, you have to be like malleable and go with the flow of things.
0: You have to trust that there's more.
1: And the more that we, in anything in life, the more you try to like hold on to something and attach to it, energy stagnates. You yeah. can't move. Or someone. Or someone. It can be any, yeah anything. And it's like the more you can just find that balance, right, mm-hmm. of like, forward thinking forward feeling from your heart making manifest the things that you want to create Mm -hmm. planting those seeds as you go but also not attaching to outcome
0: yeah yeah
1: because it's when you feel like it's got to look a certain way Mm -hmm. or then you make it sticky Mm -hmm. so it's this constant dance right and that's the thing that like really fascinates me most and i I really pay the most attention to these days is, is that dance Mm -hmm. because there really is this fine line, you Mm -hmm. know, especially like as a man being in divine masculine, being very directive, having that goal, Mm -hmm. going, going at it. Like that's all. People expect
0: you to carry yourself that way. And
1: that's all healthy and good. And that's how things get built. Mm -hmm. Right. But at the same time, you've got to have that other side that like, flowing kind of divine feminine energy of just like the allowing and the letting go. Mm-hmm. And that's that's what my work has been in the last years. You know, when I say I really came back into to balance and I had to rediscover this new aspects of self, it was all around that. Right. You know, I gotta give you props, Evan. Like you everything you just spoke to, you've moved through pretty quickly. You're a young man. You know, I went through years of doing everything for other people. Mm-hmm. Um, giving all of myself and not filling my cup back up. And I, I drove that as far as I could take it till I literally was breaking down Mm -hmm. and I had to have a full reset of life. Yeah. Thank God for all that experience, Mm -hmm. everything I learned from it. Um, But there's still a lot of people trapped in that, you know, to me, it's, I call it programming. Like we're literally running a program. Everything goes in cycles and all these behaviors just repeat themselves and, that's what's exciting to me about these times is that's what the awakening is to me. Is people right. are having the realization of what it is we're talking about now. Like yeah. Coming out of that, finding what gives them, you know, like inspiration in their heart and, and moving towards it. And yeah. I feel like that's what the gift of this kind of reset for a lot of people is things just weren't like they were. And people had to break out of routine, mm-hmm. get uncomfortable. But then ultimately, Come to and find what's bringing them more joy and like really going like, okay, what's important to me? Like really reevaluating.
0: Yeah. I think that's how I've been able to manage um, my fear and practice more patience through this period was I was able to recognize what was going on in a collective sense, in a worldly sense, because I had experienced it on my own, Mm -hmm. right? And if if we have any beliefs that align with that there is something collective here, then there's no separation between that in which we've experienced in our life and then that which we experienced together. So, you know, I, I understand the pain. Um, I understand um, how uncomfortable, you know, a lot of us were Mm -hmm. with this uh, phase, but, you know, I, I don't pride myself on it, but I always say that, you know, I've learned every lesson in my life the hard way. But that allows me to remember, right? If I if I learn anything in this life and it just comes easy come, easy go, you know, I'm not I'm not really gonna retain that. You know, the things that I I remember the most about this life and that have put so much in perspective were some very painful moments, some very dark moments. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I was able to to sit with that and become comfortable with that because I had the space. Um, you know, while I was living on the other side of the world or through deployments and I just kind of lived in my own world. Um, and now I understand that, you know, that which is our potential, um, in the, the shadows of the darkness or the lull, it, it is our potential on the other side. Mm-hmm. Right. And so for us to find that balance, we have to admit to ourselves that, it's not going to be all good all the time. We're not going to feel on top of the world all the time. Um, but just that awareness and, and being patient with yourself and the world, when you do find yourself, you know, in between um, different phases of momentum or, you know, where you feel loved or, you know, it's just, it's just all natural. But I think the key for me and, and what I'm recognizing in this world Is that, you know, the people that I surround myself with, you know, just them having that awareness and being able to be patient with me um, when I'm not, you know, my best. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, being compassionate and kind in that sense, call it what you want, you know, divine masculine or feminine, you know, I think that aligns more with a feminine type presence, you know, of nurturing one another. And allowing each other to have the space to not always be hitting the, the nail right on the head, and to be on top of everything. Um, and if we can't do that for ourselves, then we should try for mm-hmm. others because we owe that to each other. And in a way, I identify that as a form of service. It's just being there for one another, and you know, being patient with one another. But ultimately, having the optimism and state of mind to know that you know, if we come together, then we can We can turn this thing around because collectively our energy and um, you know what we can do in this world is ultimately very powerful.
1: I agree. You know I feel like what we're seeing here in this community and like the peop- the, the enlivenment of people and like the high vibe that it's at, mm-hmm. it's through people's they've done the work. Mm-hmm. when you talk about doing the work, it's like shadow work and stuff like that, like people come come into good relations with the suffering mm-hmm. there's suffering in this world
0: mm-hmm.
1: self created or not like that's just you don't know light without knowing dark right and we all have to walk through those things and there's just everything cyclical so there's always something going on right mm-hmm. you, everybody's got their shit yep whatever it may look like you know and i've actually been blessed to be a part of a men's group there's like 24 of us and you know from the outside looking at it it's like wow all these guys that like you would just poster boys for success Mm -hmm. got all the things beautiful home beautiful partnerships all you know cars everything that you would think like from the outside looking in. but then when you get in there and like you we really get into it there's all kinds of shit happening yeah They're walking through something Mm -hmm. and heading straight at it, looking at it, loving it, Mm -hmm. understanding it, and not trying to like push it down and suppress it. Right. And that's, that's the game changer is walking towards those things that are scary for you. Yeah. You know,
0: because they're going to come,
1: they're going to come, you know,
0: and, and, and realize that in the moment, right. I always say with great highs come great lows. And that's the simplest way to remind myself That, you know, if I'm having a high, if I'm, if I'm, everything is good in the world, then there's something lingering, right? I'm not waiting for it, but I understand that, you know, this isn't, this moment, this happiness, it's not going to last forever and that's okay. So, you know, with that perspective, I'm able, I allow myself to enjoy it more, Mm -hmm. right? I used to ride that baby all the way down.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) I would, I would. You know, Hank, like you said, like I'd identify this is good energy and I would cling to it and I would hold on until I was beat. Yeah. You know, because I had the strength to do so. I could hold on.
1: For better a long than fucking time. Anybody.
0: Yeah. And, you know, I mean, i you know, just, you know, touch on it. You know, I was in Navy SEAL training at 19 years old and mm. I did not know how to manage expectations for myself I didn't know how to manage expectations in my community. And I was in for it, you know, because I had good intentions of service and purpose. And I was very driven in that that mindset. Um, But I had no concept of what this body meant to me. Um, I had no concept of how to dial in my perspective or being mindful of moments. I just wanted to, to do the things And life reset me, you know, through injuries. I mean, I paralyzed my leg in Hell Week um, in Navy SEAL training. and, And that was the end of what I considered a dream at that point. But that was the beginning of a series of lessons that helped me to understand what purpose, what service was. And, you know, to have those intentions and to want to serve on that level for country or for the betterment of the world, I realized years later that I was working for one of the largest corporations in the world, and that's the United States military. And to speak plainly, and I may catch some flag for this, I don't think that the majority of warriors belong in a corporation. You know, a warrior spirit is old and ancient, and it's alive today, but it doesn't necessarily resonate in the atmosphere that, you know, the United States Navy or these, these, you know, large corporations uh, take advantage of that warrior spirit. Yeah,
1: I feel that, Evan. It's like so, it's not from the heart as much.
0: No, it's not. It, it, there's no room for instinct anymore. It's all orders. It's all expectations of just being a yes man and, and doing what you're told. There, wa- there wasn't as much um, movement laterally for uh, leadership or growth as I thought. Um, they just wanted the guy that was going to do the things. And so I saw my way out, but, um, you know, getting out of that contract in the last couple of years, I had so much clarity on my way out where I just had to, had to hold on. And, and now I'm back, but I realized that, you know, those intentions of that kid that joined the military and went all the way in and, and put his body through hell were good. They're still very much alive, but I see the ability to serve. On a community level, so much more realistic and manageable because our energy only extends so far, you know. And on a on a physiological um, or you know a level of what our history is, you know, with tribes and small communities, I think it's more natural to the way that we're intended to serve, mm-hmm. which is our fellow man, our neighbor, the people that we maintain good relationships right
1: here in this community.
0: That's the key, man. It's like, we can only extend ourselves out so much. And so if I can, if I can get life um, out of, you know, the habits that I create for myself daily, if I can frequent the same places, if I can see the same faces like you and I, um, then that's where I get a sense of community and fulfillment. And the more that we dial that in and we, we, heat, we see each other and we hear each other, and we feel each other, the more that we can, you know, expand outward together, right? And that's in the form of opportunity.
1: I think that's that fascinates me, Evan, that, that thought form around your experience in the military and the warrior spirit. You know, the key archetypes are warrior king, lover, magician.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And you got to have balance in all of those. And we all each have strengths, you know, but as you're speaking to that, it was like, wow, this warrior spirit, but completely reframed where it's like, you're just out there doing doing the thing for the community right around you. And not in like this way of like, oh, I got to go fight this, No, you know, enemy. It's like, no, no I'm like going out and doing the work to pull everybody together like I really want to just continue to explore that because there's really good medicine there
0: I think I think a warrior isn't necessarily someone that's going to go down in a puddle of blood in a fight a warrior a true warrior is one that's someone that's willing to mm-hmm. that has a sense of purpose and will stand behind it and die for it mm-hmm. that could be anything to look at my friends that are warriors, some of them SEALs, Green Berets, Rangers, or lost in that that pursuit mm-hmm. where they're just stuck. You know, that's that's painful because their intentions are good, um, but they get manipulated and used in ways where it's not necessarily letting that flourish, right? So It's distorted, right? And and only a a select few people in this world really understand that, Mm -hmm. you know, because they've tried it or done it. So to make it more relatable in a sense of, you know, everyday people, there's a lot of warriors out there. You know, I, I, I come across them all the time where they just have that spirit and they're passionate about the things they do and they'll stand behind it and they'll dig their heels in. And they're there to serve, and you can be kind, you can be compassionate, um, you can you can let your love and light shine, because when you carry yourself that way, and a true warrior, they're not going to be able to hide in this world, mm-hmm. right? They're going to stand out, and that's the key, you know, to lean into that, yeah. because if you stand out and you you do carry yourself that way, then. People are gonna notice and you have the ability to to lead and influence. And that could be in anything.
1: I mean, as you share that, being in anything, I think of it not even externally, but internally. Like, am I gonna step up and be the kind of warrior that I'm gonna face the things that are in my shadows Mm. and like do the work that I need to do? That's the hardest on on a spiritual level to like become the man that I need to be, Mm. to show up. For my fiance, for my kids, for my grandkids, for my friends, for my broader community. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a fucking warrior to me. No doubt. And I think that, that that's a powerful reframe, man.
0: Yeah. That's really, really
1: hitting home for me.
0: Yeah, I think, um, you know, there's many forms of service, um, and we can all do it in any way. You don't have to have backing you don't have to have support you don't have to have investors you can serve your people your friends your community on in so many ways but to do that for any long time or period you have to to remind yourself to serve yourself first mm-hmm. you service to self is where it starts it's that's sustain. you know to be sustainable you got to look out for your own good man like and and I learned that injury after injury after injury where, you know, my body, I didn't have any respect for it and it was just a tool and I was using it to serve, mm-hmm. but there was no alignment there, right? Yeah. And You're so, not filling your cup up. You're just yeah, emptying it. And I did. And you're and running I, on empty. And I'm glad I, I learned that so early because, you know, who knows if I'd still be on this earth um, if I just kept going, yeah. you know? And so uh, a, a lot of pain. A lot of growth, a lot of uh, answering to things that I wasn't ready to answer for. Um, I stepped up and did that. And, you know, I think we all have those things. And just to be honest with yourself and identify them, that's half the battle, man. Yeah. You know, just having the inner awareness of, of what you need to work on. Um, because this, this battle for me is not won. Um, I still make mistakes all the time. Um, you know, I'm I'm not proud of you know some some of the ways that I carry myself at moments, um, but I have the the peace of mind uh, and the inner awareness to, you know, sit with that whenever I have the time and space. And
1: um, well, it's lifelong, man. I yeah. mean that's what being in this body and like yeah. being walking on this earth is mm-hmm. about.
0: But it goes a long way. Yeah, a little where it goes a long way, and we notice that in the people that have at least started that process yeah. right i know i can recognize somebody that's working on themselves
1: mm-hmm. and
0: those are the people that i want to I'll want around because if you have the the state of mind to be aware of what you need to work on then you know you're going to recognize that in others but you're going to be more patient with it
1: and you know? to be able to reflect with them to learn mm-hmm. more about your own journey and like For sure where they're at
0: yeah everybody's perspective's different.
1: That's the key to community, right? It's like mm-hmm. really showing up for each other and leading by example,
0: mm-hmm.
1: learning and growing together. I mean, that's totally. the ultimate way that I've learned. And, and that's why I, I love connecting yeah. people because in that process, I'm connecting too. Mm-hmm. And the ultimate teacher for me is relationship.
0: Me too. From like yeah. the
1: most intimate, like my life partner mm-hmm. to brotherhood to all aspects of relationship
0: or even just brief interactions.
1: Yeah. It's like, it's constantly learning because we're all Mm -hmm. just mirrors of each other. We're all, you know, when you break it all the way down in my spiritual belief, we're all one thing. Yeah. We're all one big energy Mm -hmm. and all of us are just these little fractals of it. And we're learning off of mirroring.
0: Yeah. And then often, you know, and I, I believe that, you know, the same kind of deal and and um often where i feel the most resistance or things are the hardest is where i need to pay attention the most mm-hmm. and that is not easy right yeah um sure like getting along with everyone and and when everything's good yeah it's fun like you need some of that in this world um but the ability to lean in when you do find that resistance or you know there's something there's a little friction here and there um you know, pay attention, man, because mm-hmm. there's something there. There's I don't believe in coincidence. I don't believe that things you know just just happen to us and we're supposed to look the other way, you know, way. Um, or avoid them because mm-hmm. you know lessons and experiences, good or bad, um, they they have a tendency to um, happen again and again and again. Yeah, you're gonna repeat you the know? same
1: things until you learn for a lesson. sure.
0: And I don't want to just accept that, right? You know, I don't want to see the same lesson over and over and over in this life because I want to get the most out of this world. 100. I want to experience more. So if I want if I want to learn the same three lessons because I'm hard headed for my entire life until I go out, I feel like I'm wasting these opportunities. Yeah, agree. So if I can find the tools, if I can find the things that work for me where I can actually start to make note of what I've done here on earth, what I've already been through and try to remind myself of that as often as possible, then I'm better off and I can expand, I can grow, I can experience new things. You know, and that brings me back to, you know, I thought it was interesting when you said that, you know, there was resistance in moving back to Texas because you had been there and done that. And I think that's gonna resonate with so many people because we have a tendency to look at the future and try to relate it to what we've done with our yeah. past. And that could be good or bad. But you know, feeling stagnant or feeling like there's nothing new is, is just a waste of time in my own. It's the worst feeling. Yeah, it's the worst. And there's so many people that are there because we have a tendency as human beings to always project our life out a little further mm-hmm. right the grass is always greener when it's when you get paid it's at the end of the month it's when you get to go on vacation it's when you're going to move to california it's it's when you know yeah you get whatever a that next like, thing is yeah, you are always, always telling the story next man and you know just to be here now and be aware that you know right here in this city there's amazing people that you can meet that mm-hmm. are also just moving here that have no friends. Uh, I'm not throwing shade, but (laughs) I mean, they're just ready to get out and find their place and find their community. And it's more important than ever because people are aware after this year that that is important to them, whether they have it or not. It's, it's up to you. You got to put yourself out there. You got to continue to do this work. You got to give people credit where credit's due in the work that they've done. Mm -hmm. And that's, what's going to bond you all. You know, is, is the ability for you to feel seen and for them to feel seen because at some point this year, all of us didn't feel seen, you know, yeah. and to, to, to be in this moment this spring in Austin, Texas, where people are getting out and they're more aware uh, of living life beyond surface level interactions and shit that we would let fly before and we're, we're we're that shift is happening and it's uh...
1: well you said it man it's like be here now be to here me now. it's like everything we've talked about comes down to like what is being here now what's being present <laughs> in the moment mm. so like really there yep. not projecting in the future or attaching story to the past mm. but really being present And, and in my practice and my prayer every day is like to be present And with that comes a grounded energy Mm -hmm. and to hold that with compassion and loving awareness. If I can be present with wherever I am and whoever I'm with, and if I can show up with compassion and loving awareness, everything else is going to work itself out. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. And I, I think that the states in which, we see that are optimal for us, those states that we frequent the most become the way that we carry ourselves, Mm -hmm. right? And so it may not be your natural state, right? I often think that it's naive to assume that happiness and perfection is our our natural state, Mm -hmm. right? Because a very short time ago, fear and discomfort and anxiety was very necessary. To survive, right? And you can look at that in so many different ways and unpack that. But simply put, if we admit that that's more natural to us and that anything good in this world, we should be grateful Mm -hmm. for and appreciate, I think we can go a lot further.
1: Yeah. Well, it's all a cycle, like we talked about. Mm -hmm. You know, like that fear, the anxiety. You know, I feel like I'm a pretty well Practice, man. Mm-hmm. You know, I've got some experience. Keyword, I've been practice. I've been meditating for years, I do all kinds of spiritual work from different lineages and prayer and, and all of this. And I'll still like wake up on some days and anxiety's on high. Yeah. And I've got all kinds of fear and these my mind's busy about all the things that could be wrong. And it and that's what is necessary for me to experience in my reality so that I can then take a deep breath and return to presence in the moment and it's it's all forgetting and remembering forgetting and remembering that's the whole process you yep. forget we get caught in fear anxiety rises we get into that state we want to resolve it and we return we remember and we return to what our real self is in that present awareness we don't have anything else what's in
0: this very moment right everything else is just a story yeah yeah, and and how do we do that, right? Well, the key takeaway I took from what you said is, is that you are well practiced. These are you have many forms of reminding yourself who you want to be. Whether you're that person or not in that moment is irrelevant. It's what you're gonna fall back on, what you've learned in this world, what kind of practices that you've implemented. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's so many different ways to do that. So. the listeners you know find what works for you him and i we we both have our ways of finding that right whether it's a physical practice or a mindful one such as prayer or meditation Um, for me the the best way for me to check in and to be present is a physical practice that works for me i'm hitting a run i'm gonna go ride my bike i'm gonna go work out Mm -hmm. but again not always sustainable Right, what's you're present what's, in the moment when yeah, you're working out, though. You no know? doubt, you're no typically doubt.
1: like right there with what you're doing. There's
0: no doubt, and yeah. that has taken a lot of work. I used to not be that way, but I've dialed that in. So, like I said, I want to expand. I want to. I want to try to learn new things. So I try the other side. You know, I try to sit. I try to meditate. Um, these things they don't come easily to me, you know, and but it's something that I fall back on because I've identified that that's a part of myself that I've I need to work on and the more I do so the more apparent it is in the way I carry myself right you know surface level most interactions I'm gonna seem pretty grounded pretty lax Mm -hmm. you know um, unless we're in the gym then I'm hype well it takes (laughs) both you know for
1: me like I need that yeah you know for me the gym is like number one community I'm with you and, yeah. and the guys yeah. and gals mm. and we're in there doing the work together. Yep. And that for me is a release of energy. So I'll yeah. have mornings where it's stressful. I'm a little caught up with the anxiety or whatever might be going on. And I can go just like, m- just literally move that energy through my body right. physically. Rid, rid
0: yourself of it because it doesn't it, need to yeah. be stored.
1: And then on the other side, I think it's a critical key for every human and, in- Pick whatever practice that you want in the how. But the baseline thing is just get really quiet mm-hmm. and listen. Yeah. Get present and listen. You can that's have a key. mantra, you can have a guided meditation, you can just sit and listen to your breath. It's challenging. It takes some time to like really get over the hump with the practice mm-hmm. like that, but it's key because it that's what actually will help settle your nervous system and mm-hmm. help you like. Return to center. Right.
0: Yeah. And there's so many ways to do that. You know, I ask people all the time because I do speak openly about meditation and, you know, I'm hesitant at times to speak on it because people are very tentative in that sense, Mm -hmm. if it's a practice of theirs or not. So often I speak of it as mindfulness, you know, just, are you aware of your own internal state and how the world is affecting you? Baseline, that's it, right? How you do that. I mean, I'd I'd like to think that most people do have some form of meditation, whether they're putting their finger on that or not, you know? So I ask you, you know, do you run? Okay. Yes. Are you quieting your mind? Yes. Okay. That is a form of meditation. So find what works for you. Right. And so that's, that's why physical practices are such a good balance for me because I'm proficient enough to do that in most physical practices to where I'm present, and I can quiet my mind. Whether that's passive or active doesn't matter to me. I just become aware of how energy is flowing through my body. So it could be a yoga practice. It could be a walk. It could be a seated meditation. Mm-hmm. Or it could be a barbell squat with 315 on my back. I'm trying to quiet my mind, right? And so I think the more that we dial that in, um, you know, the 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 more we expand on that that. on a polarity level well it's like
1: what you know everything you just talked about you're getting your present in the moment Mm -hmm. it comes back to that yeah just being in the moment your mind is always somewhere in the future or somewhere in the past Mm
0: -hmm.
1: nine times out of ten yeah and it's okay to of course it's like that's our survival mechanism it's like how we learn and you know there's, there's so many like benefits to all that it's like how we function, mm-hmm. yeah. in the world, yeah. But like becoming present in the moment and holding that brings the awareness of all that that you need. Mm-hmm. And my, is how I
0: feel. Definitely, yeah. I think I think we're really on a on a survival level or a physiological level. Like stress for me or anxiety is going to come. Because it's necessary for how we've evolved as human beings, right? So.
1: Well, it's everywhere. I mean, stress comes into your nervous system from traffic,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: music, road noise, like our our environment's constantly,
0: especially
1: in the modern world. Yeah, like we're not, you know, we like biologically came up through. You know, TV's only been around for what, you know, Mm -hmm. how many years? Not, not many in the long span, right? We're constantly just like being hit with all this outside energy. When before we were much more tapped into nature, Mm -hmm. things were a lot quieter and things moved a lot slower. A lot quieter. We've gone from like, you know, 30 to a hundred in the last few decades. And that's a beautiful thing. We're evolving quickly and we're learning how to move through that world, but also it brings a lot of stress and, and you got to find healthy ways
0: to rid yourself. Of just it. like we started
1: this conversation, let energy flow. Mm-hmm. So just like those, as those stressors come into your body, you got to find the ways to let them right. move out and through you.
0: Yeah. If, if, if you don't seek out stress, if you don't find it, it's going to find you. Oh yeah. Right. And in this world with the amount of stimulation and stress that does bleed into our lives and into our bodies, um, You know, you have to familiarize yourself with it in order to manage it. That's why I induce so much stress on myself physically is because then on the back end, you know, I'm going to be able to manage it because I'm familiar. Right. So if I get pulled over or I get a ticket or, you know, all these things that, you know, gets that spike of stress, you know, hopefully I have the mindfulness enough to have seen this and felt this before um, in order to manage that. Right. And sometimes I fall short. Right. But I think that's why practices both physical Mm -hmm. and mental or mindful um, are so important in today's world. And, and we can, we can start to have those conversations. We can start to, um, you know, talk about what works for us personally um, and there's so much information and, you know, content out there now that hopefully, you know, all of us as, as individuals can find the tools that specifically work for us. Because I'm not going to sit here and tell you that you should do these things because that is your journey. Mm-hmm. Right. But maybe I can influence you to start looking in a general direction, you know. Um, so. You know, leaving enough room for interpretation in this experience and not being dogmatic in our approaches, not pushing that on each other, it leaves room for expression, you know. And I think I think going into, you know, what makes this city so special, it's that. It's yeah. that people have done enough work um, or are more aware of their own internal states to realize that, you know, when when people are putting themselves out there. They're doing so for a reason. And there's something that they're working through. And I think we're just in a point in time in history where we're letting that be enough. Yeah. You know, we're managing expectations. Um, we're, we're putting less on each other. And this year we were able to focus on ourselves more. Yeah. I
1: think the biggest thing that I would say to people and do is that It's all about your perspective in life. So even when something that you're perceiving as negative is happening to you and you're having negative emotions, you're getting pulled over getting a ticket or whatever, like everything in life is just an experience. And ultimately, like for me, there's no victims. Mm. Like you're just like everything's a creation to teach yourself a lesson. Mm. Nobody just falls into something randomly in my point of view. No. Yeah. And, and that perspective and not coming from like a victim mentality just empowers you to say, hey, what's the lesson? I mean, one of the last biggest things I ever went through was breakup, a separation of time with my current fiance. Mm-hmm. And when that was happening, I was devastated. My heart was broken. I didn't know what the fuck, you know, but what I what I did know was I'm not just some victim here. Mm -hmm. She didn't just do something to me.
0: Right.
1: I've created this story Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and where can I find that pattern of that in my life? Yeah. And where can I find corrective behavior on my, on my own to see that that doesn't happen again. Mm -hmm. And, and that brings the power back to you. So you're not looking at some external thing that you're powerless to. Yeah. Like, I've got fucking control of this shit.
0: Yeah. Man, that's so powerful. And for you to admit that as a man that you've been there, right? It's not easy to do, mm-hmm. right? But that's why you're able to sh- show, or shed so much light on this world because you've taken the time to admit to yourself that you've fallen short mm-hmm. um, or that you need to take another look at, at things and I've been on both sides of that that storyline so many times. The amount of times that I've considered myself a victim in this world and still do is not fair um, to myself or the way that I carry myself. Mm-hmm. And it's often bullshit, you know? Yeah. And there's a lot of work that has to be done in that department in order to begin to see that or at least be comfortable with it. And we can flap our mouths and tell ourselves it's all good or that we're over things or we've learned that lesson but it's going to come up again and again and again and the more that we can see where we are um in that truth and and admit those things that we need to work on the the less that we're going to get stuck on it Uh you know and then we can move on and
1: it's yeah you can move on and it's constant like the loving awareness and compassion for yourself so never like beating yourself up or man, it's like, Hey, I'm not perfect. Yeah. Uh, Here I am in this pattern again. Here I am thinking these certain thoughts or whatever it may be. I'm acknowledging it and I'm going to change the dynamic and I'm loving myself and having compassion as I move through that.
0: So we're speaking on that. It's okay to not have the answer.
1: Yeah, 100%. And it's a constant evolving thing. Nobody has all the answers. Why would you be here if you did? Like, right. we're all down here to move through karma and to have the forgetting and remembering. You know, for me, one of the best ways i ever put it or heard it put was we're the fingertips of God. We're mm-hmm. like literally the leading edge. We have the power to have the will to take the life force and make it into something. Mm. And that takes forgetting and remembering. You've got to have fear to see light and love. Mm. You know, you've got to walk through darkness. I know. You've got to have the shit you went through in the military. Yep. I have to have what I went through in relationship or whatever to see, okay, this doesn't fucking work. Yep. Let me go find what does. And loving yourself along the way is the biggest key to that.
0: I got that shit tatted on my hands There recently, you fucking go, you know? dude. Like because, not because I know the full expression of love and fear, but because I'm aware that that's the dance.
1: And yeah, it takes both.
0: You know? And so, you know, wrapping up, man, you know, finding that balance, dancing your way through life. There is a lot of work to be done. hmm Um, But I'm thankful um, that, you know, we're here in this dance together. And uh, I hope uh, hope that people can pull some bits of value from this as we have throughout this life. And uh, thank you for coming on, man. Of course, uh, man. we'll have to do it again.
1: I'm really grateful to you for what you're doing with the community, Um, how you're really putting yourself out there, and how you're bringing people together from music, art, fitness like you name it i've seen you from the moment we met like doing that work Mm -hmm. and i'm I'm really grateful to you because the momentum's just continuing to build and i'm excited to see where everything goes
0: thank you brother as easy does it that's it that's (laughs) it guys all right much love until next time out